Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. Hope you're all well, wherever you're tuning in, in from. This is episode five of Masterminding for Success. In today's episode, we actually have a special guest speaker, someone that I have a lot of respect for, someone that's working on a lot of different things and impacting the lives of many up and down the UK and even abroad as well. Kezabel, welcome to our show. Happy for you to be here. How do you feel? Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm great. Thank you. Really good. Cool. Working hard, busy. <laughs> I'm sure our audience will uh, get to know you a little further. So, Kezabel, for those that are watching that don't know you, actually, before that, how did me and you actually meet? Well, <laughs> it's a long story, isn't it? Um, there was a knock at the door. There was a smartly dressed young man doing surveys. Have you got a little time to do this survey? And it was something I was passionate about, you know, about the environment, etc. So I said yes. In came Sashan and we did the interview. And we actually got on really well. We stayed in touch and that was the beginning. That's how I met you, isn't it? So it's a good job I trusted and it's a good job we chatted and uh, here we are. Is it two years ago? Maybe three, actually. Something like that. He was telling me your poem and the works you did and then I actually mm -hmm. read a poem from one of your books and thought it was really cool for those that don't know who you are Isabel just share with everyone what you're doing and what you're currently working on okay so I'm a performance poet I'm an author my latest book is permission to speak which is that and it's in audio and cd I found my voice and I'm helping others to find their voice and that giving them permission to speak through my weaving words creative writing workshops and that's in community groups, in schools, in mental health wards, in festivals, um, anywhere really to just encourage that pen to become a tool for life. Once you can get that um, emptying your mind onto the page, um, it can be powerful, very powerful. And I have some other projects on the go as well. Um, I do weekend retreats, got a film coming out, a 90 minute film coming out in the spring, a Weaving Words experience currently being edited. I do some voiceover work for books and for ads, which I'm loving, absolutely loving doing that. And I've done a little bit of acting and there's a film coming out, an Alan Moore film coming out out this year so very busy <laughs> some people watching this today they'll be thinking that Kezabel she might have just fallen into this she might have just was handed this on a plate as this podcast will get going we'll soon come to realize that that's not the case I want you to take us on a journey from where you started to where you are right now talk about some of the challenges and obstacles you've had to maybe overcome to help you to get mm. to where you are today well I'll take you back from the very beginning and I, I'll do that by starting with a poem and this poem is at the beginning of my latest book permission to speak it's a poem that was commissioned for national hate crime week for northamptonshire rights and equality council because right now when we first meet people we prejudge them by the way they speak by the way they dress by the way they look and so already your listeners your people watching your video will be thinking they know who i am we all do that but they may not know that i was born in tripoli in libya and they may not know that um, when i was a little girl my mum used to tiptoe out at night in slippers with a pillowcase to steal coal from the local, local train station to keep us warm and they may not know that she used to um, go to the butchers for bones for the dog and we didn't have a dog it was to add to vegetables to sustain us and so I'd like to share this poem prejudge summarize the projected image first impressions public outer disguise judging not exploring the inner story behind the stranger's eyes naturally we're drawn to certain people that we feel most 
comfortable around, want to belong, connect, fit, social community, common ground. Preconceptions, distorted perceptions, prejudging of that, we're all guilty. Typecasts and titles given. Gotchav, dumb blonde, LGBT. Eligibility and participation of pecking orders. Clans, class, reject being defined. Unlock that box and disassociate from this farce. Open eyes, hearts, minds. Embrace, encourage inclusivity. Rally our rich mix of differences and incite a harmonious society. So that is the poem that I start with because most people presume that I am from, you know, white, middle-class, da-da-da-da-da, and it's not the story. It's not the story. And I, I performed that poem in a mosque in Leamington Spa for Poets for Peace. I feel that then that door is open to my story and then people will listen. So that's how I start. But actually, if you go way, way back, you know, I was born in Tripoli in Libya. And when we came back to England, my mum brought us up a, um, a single, actually. My dad did a runner when um, I was five and she brought us up fashion, above a fashion boutique. We lived above this independent fashion boutique. And I watched her serve people and I was learning to serve people in the shop on a Saturday. I did some Saturday work for her when I was a teenager and so that learning to serve has served me through my life actually and I wrote my first poem when I was 12 and a half and the teacher put a plus like yes a plus but then she crossed it out and put underneath is this all your own work and didn't believe I wrote and I didn't write another poem for over 30 years so I always say to people be careful how you use your words because they're powerful encourage people rather than put them down so I did write that very first poem in my mid 40s when I was going through some difficult times and um, I was holding the hand of my mother-in-law who was dying, thinking, why am I here on my own? You know, where's my husband? Where's my mum? Where are the people that profess to love me? Why am I here? And I shouted at God. I said, if you're really there, what? do something. <laughs> I did pray. The next day she woke as though nothing happened and lived another two years. But that was the first poem that I wrote. And it's in my latest book. And um, it's the hidden poem. I wrote it and hid it. But that was the beginning of connecting and being truthful with myself on the page. Yes. <laughs> the, the words of thought that teacher actually affected you for quite a long time then. Yeah, yeah. I didn't write a poem for over 30 years. Yeah. But once I got that release, that's why I'm passionate about my weaving words groups, because once you start to connect your mind onto that page, it can transform your life. You know, I've seen it in mental health wards where um, people are cutting and self-harming. And that night, instead of doing that, they're writing and they get the same release from writing. It's powerful. It's a powerful tool. Sometimes you can be writing and a line will come on the page and <gasps> you don't even realise you're thinking it and it helps you work things out. And sometimes it could, oh, you know, you can have fun with it too. I write a, a mixture of poems. Um, some are funny, some are sad, um, all sorts of different topics and observations. And some are a bit saucy and it's just being real. Yeah, it's just being real. So I, I did my very first performance. Um, a friend of mine was doing burlesque and belly dancing <laughs> in this little vaudeville playhouse theatre. And she said, Kez, can you um, fill in while we change? Can you do some of your poems? And I'd only ever shown her. I'd started writing poems. I said, oh, look at this. And, you know, some made her cry and some made her laugh. And she said, can you do some? And I just said, yes. And I, I'd never done it before. And I stood on that stage in front of 100 people and my right leg shook. And I performed four little sets of poems and I was so nervous. And people loved them. And they said, have you got a book? And I said, no. And so for a year, I did performances just in open mics in the local pubs, um, learning to slow down, learning what worked, 
learning my trade really to pace myself and uh, what you could do and couldn't do in certain audiences and and um, so a year later I went back to that playhouse theatre for the same people um, and it, that's where the name Kezabel came from actually because everyone called me Kez or Kezzy and they said oh let's mm. Kezabel that's where it came from and um, but I went with a book so I self-published a book called Truly Me and um, I went back and people bought that book and that was the beginning that was the beginning yeah you know the exact same thing happened to me when I was talking on stage as well I was shaking yeah. like this yeah <laughs> happens to everyone first time you do yeah. something, but you just learn to maybe do it again and again so then it becomes one day become natural yes yeah and I do love I genuinely love people I love connecting with people so my favorite thing of all is to do my one hour show and that's you can you have time to connect with your audience and tell your story and they laugh and then you know there's a poem that I sing a cappella called Warborn Things and it's about children born into war and they cry but then I'll do a little saucy poem and then they'll howl with laughter so we go on a real journey of blessings and observations and learning and and at the end of it you you feel just like a little community almost you know but you've had a good night's entertainment and that's my favorite way of uh, um, performing what would you say is one of your biggest challenges you've faced to date oh my goodness going freelance probably I mean um, I was married for 31 years so being single was a huge thing and it really affected my mental health you know and you try and save your marriage for three years and and it's not working and so when you're on your own it, it did affect me that was huge that really affected me um, so that was that was a big one when my grandson died that was a huge thing to to get my family through and support them and I wrote a poem um, called love is the answer and I have a, a little necklace here and it says love is the answer and on the back of it is the fingerprint of my grandson that holding my children I have five children holding them and saying we'll get through this together I learned a lot and I also learned to receive because I was brought up as a, a strong independent woman and you know if someone said oh can I help you this that and the other I'd say it's all right thank you I can manage because that's how I was brought up by my mum but actually when my grandson died I learned to say thank you if someone said, let me help you, or we got back from the hospital and my church had laid on a meal for six, you know, and we ate and, and were grateful. And so when people offer me help or want to give me something, I say thank you. And I am blessed, but they too feel blessed because they've given. So that I did learn a lot there in that in those tough times. I learned a lot. So um, and one of the other tough ones was uh, was going freelance because I'm I've run businesses all my life you know even as a teenager and my mum was very entrepreneurial and running that boutique an independent boutique uh, in the 70s and um, so when I went freelance five years ago it's a huge step huge because I'd always done it with a husband with um, I, I ran um, a youth club for 10 years and I put festivals on but there was always a team so going freelance was the first time I did it on my own. And I remember doing that bio for my website and I kept procrastinating and putting off finishing it. I was applying for Glastonbury. I kept putting it off and putting it off. And I thought, why am I putting this off? Because I realized it was the first time I was doing it on my own, which was huge. 
huge. So there's been a lot of learning and um, um, through helping others with their mental health, it's also helped me with mine, you know, because when you get those knockbacks and those tough things, you have to really stay positive and, and also trust, you know, trusting the people that cross your path. You know, it's not an accident that you and I met. You mm-hmm. crossed my path, I crossed yours, and we've learned from each other. I think that's life. But also in lockdown, the last year, we've all had time to be still and reflect and um, stop and learn about being discerning about where we spend our time and who mm-hmm. we spend our time with and what we do, because there's a few doors that need to be closed. I wrote a short poem called Clarity. That was me seeing life clearly. Uh, would you like me to share it with you? Sure, go ahead. And this was through lockdown. It was just that noticing, really. And it was on World Poetry Day. It's a very short poem. And it was closing some doors. It goes like this. Learning. Mindfully moving on. Step forward on my path of clarity. Firmly pull the door behind me. Clear out to enable love and life in. Make room for affirming people to climb into my heart, mind and time. So learning. You know, I remember reading your first poem when I was at your house when I was working. (laughs) You don't do poetry like anyone else. Really? Now, let me explain what I mean by that. Uh, (laughs) When I wear a tutu and wings. (laughs) <laughs> no, like, yeah, that as well. You do it in your own way, which is actually what attracted me to want to learn more about poetry. Yes, because you do it in your voice, your yeah. own voice. And that's what I'm passionate about. Everyone has a voice and everyone has a story. And that's why I'm passionate about, about helping others to write their story, whether it's in a poem or whether it's just for themselves or whatever, because it's important to get our story out. And um, yes, I read it in my my voice. And that's why I've recorded it, because people often want to hear it in my voice. Yeah, yeah, it's important. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're also an author. You've got your own radio show and Yes, that's coming soon. (gasps) Yeah, I'm very excited. Actually, when they asked me to about if I wanted to do a radio show, they interview. I'm interviewed a lot on radio shows, and um, they said, "Oh, we love your voice. We love your voice. It's very calming. We like your voice." And they asked me if I wanted to do a radio show. And actually, I was going to do a radio show. Um, It was just before lockdown, and I did that performance in the mosque in Edmonton Spa. And we, there was a lot of talk of community. On the drive back from that talk, the Poems for Peace, I had this overriding feeling that it wasn't the right time to do the show. So I prayerfully slept on it. And the next day rang the director and said, look, I've just got this gut instinct, God instinct, that I shouldn't be doing a radio show. I said, I feel as though I need to invest in my local community more. And within hours, there was offers of working. You know, it is important to trust, you know, with Johnny's Happy Place, doing workshops with them. Adequata, who work with children with additional needs, with horses. So it was right. And literally within weeks, we're in lockdown anyway. So sometimes we do have to trust that instinct. Here we are a year and a half later or whatever it is. I sent some audio Valentine poems to radio stations that have interviewed me. Suzanne Letting said, would you like a radio show? I said, I'd love one, but I don't have time. You know, I've got the film coming out. I'm in this, the film, the show, I've got the book coming out. There's so much going on. And she said, but we love your voice and we love your poems. And she said, how if you send us the content and we piece it together, we'll do the work. So I said, okay. (laughs) And that's how it happened. So that's in the next couple of weeks. Uh, Spectrum on air, it's called the radio station. It's a brand new radio station on that foundation floor that will be uh, Kesselwell poet weaving words and encouraging others to weave words and 
so there'll be music and poetry and chats and stories and yeah yeah so very exciting and the film I was in the film it's by um, Alan Moore I don't know if you know of Alan Moore he's done films in the past and he was a wonderful uh, doing the comics he's done so much on the trailer of the show by Alan Moore if you have a look at the trailer it's fantastic it's very, it's quite crazy and um, I'm there in this massive pink wig and a sparkly green corset and I'm, I'm in different scenes it's a speaking part all different scenes and I haven't seen it yet but they had it uh, showing in Barcelona in I think it was October and it's actually been released in the cinemas this year so I'm very excited about that yeah that's your first film right yes yeah yeah and it's really good to see behind the scenes um how it works and how much work is, goes into it and also I learned a lot from that even just the four days filming for my film that's coming up the um a weaving words experience I learned a lot about the sound and the take different takes and retakes and um yeah it's all learning isn't it yeah I love it <laughs> you're also an author of five books and a sixth yeah. one coming out yes yes and the sixth book is called Permission to Love Yourself. And especially through lockdown, noticing how that is the core foundation for so much to have belief in yourself and to love yourself so you can love others. I did a lot of writing through lockdown and a lot of looking within and helping others to look within. And actually all my workshops went online because they had to. So I did it up actually because we used to sit round a table in Kettering in Northamptonshire, eating vegan fruity flapjack and nuts and tea and everything. Everyone would come round that table and Johnny's Happy Place had come round the table and in the mental health wards. But now it's all online. And so people come and join us and write with us from Mauritius, from Northern Ireland, from Bristol, from all over. And so it's opened it up to, yeah, to bless so many other people and Actually, it's got us through some of those difficult times through lockdown when people just miss company and miss being held and the highs and the lows and being able to express that while we write together and encourage each other in a safe space. It's not recorded. It's not out there for anyone. It's that safe space to write and you can laugh, you can cry, you can do anything. So it's been really quite powerful, actually. Yeah. So, yes, I'm really looking forward to the new book coming out. The, the, the cover's designed already and I'm just formatting the order of it all now so very exciting is that uh self-published um well I've had several offers so I haven't even decided who to go with yet uh there's a micro publisher I know down south so I think I might go with them it's designed it's coming together and it's happening keep an eye on the website caswell.co.uk <laughs> and you'll see who publishes it <laughs> the aim is for it to be published on my birthday which is uh, end of July it's mm -hmm. the year of the ox I was born so a lot's happening this year it's one of my big birthdays so it's going to be released in July yeah you've also got your own business as well it's all my own business yeah so five years ago I went freelance so my weaving words is my own business um my performance poetry my performance is my own business my retreats are all under one umbrella of weaving words and Kezabel poet although I'm getting better now at delegating and getting help in I have got uh, Dre Zira helps me with my website and designing posters and videos for me if you go to my YouTube channel there's some films there and I've done some film work on some of my poetry uh, with Benji Dotan he's an amazing filmmaker he's an actor actually some of the collaborations have been superb and the people that cross my path so next week I think it's next week I'm being recorded 
So I, I performed in Nashville a couple of weeks back and then I'm in North Carolina in a couple of weeks time and doing um, International Ladies Day performances. So I'm featured poet for those. Uh, beautiful. Uh, Can You Poet? Um, it's called, uh, oh, I can't remember what it's called. It's Can You Poet anyway, who do some amazing, amazing um, events. Um, so very excited. And also I'm helping to run the Kaya Fest, um, which is happening 27th to 30th of August in Northamptonshire. Uh, acres of land and a lake and live music and spoken word. I've got um, comedy hour and uh, meditation. And so that's in the Kaya Speaks tent. And Kaya means it's African for home. Mm. It's the 10th te year. It's a community festival. So I'm really excited and proud to be part of that. So you can imagine, I don't have a lot of time. Right. <laughs> and I've got two little granddaughters who whenever I get the chance to play in the garden with, um, I do. How do you balance your time with your work and your personal life? It's hard. It's hard when you're, uh, it's your own business. Yesterday, I went for a long walk in nature to start my day, breathing in that air. There's a poem that I wrote called Connecting with Nature. It's huge. It, it fills you. It fills you. Um, it, and music helps me as well. So I often dance in my kitchen. <laughs> so, or sing. Every morning I sing in the shower. Every morning I sing. So I do, music um, gets me through. You have to get that balance, otherwise you're just too much. And also meditation and yoga as well. I love that. I normally, I usually swim every week. Mm. Um, but at the moment, through lockdown, I can't. But soon I'll be able to swim again. So in that mile, the first 20 lengths is just sort of sorting out. Oh, I must remember to do that and I'll get some shopping or whatever. And then the next 20 lengths is just praying for people or thinking of people. And then the last 20 lengths is for me. And that's when my mind goes into all sorts of places. And, and once I actually had to get out of the pool and write the poem Three Wishes and then get back in the pool and carry on swimming. <laughs> and that poem, actually, um, that's in my latest book. Um, three wishes I wear a wings and tutu when I go to Nottingham I'll say oh it's the it's the fairy poet fairy <laughs> wings and you know so then I'm known for this tutu and wings now where I can give grant people three wishes <laughs> so um, yeah so yeah busy 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 but swimming I love jumping in the sea and jumping in lakes and you know being in water so yes but it is a balance isn't it like you say. you've basically been putting yourself out there and that's how all of these opportunities and collaborations have come to your doorstep knocking yes yeah yeah it's it's been hard work you know for three or four years just driving around the country and performing not always paid you know open mics and things and then people like it and then they book you I've performed at comedy festivals as well in Bristol Leicester and Nottingham which just means I pull out all the funny poems and leave out the more moving or profound stuff. But then I'm in a comedy festival. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a comedian, but I like having a laugh. But so you bring out your witty work, but then you can perform at something, you know, ladies' days, more serious work. So through lockdown, um, I was part of the Stephen Lawrence project, mm. helping young people to write. And instead of making it a performance because we were in lockdown so we couldn't um, we filmed those and so if you go on the YouTube you'll see the Stephen Lawrence project um, films and that was a real privilege to be part of 
So it's a, such a mix of different people, but it doesn't just happen. You know, you have to put in the hours, you have to put in the miles. Also to give, you know, and help people and, and give your time and give. I really believe that um, when you bless people, you in turn are blessed. I truly believe that, you know. Um, there's a great saying, It's uh, I think it's Pablo Picasso. Yeah. In fact, I've got it here, written down here. I can find it yes the meaning of life is to find your gift the purpose of life is to give it away I love that and the more you give away the more comes back that's not why you do it but it just, that is what happens yeah so much happening <laughs> what does success mean to you oh because for many people it, they'll have different interpretations of it yeah yeah um, I mean, I go back to love, really. It's to love and be loved, isn't it? I, I really feel that. Um, one of our big goals is to find some land and water so there's a safe place for people to come and just be in nature and write and create or paint or do archery or whatever. That would feel like a really, a, that would feel like a huge success to achieve that. To, but I think that's that feels like it's happening over the next year or two. I feel the people that are crossing my path and the way I'm trusting the path that I'm on, that feels as though that's coming. That feels as though that's coming. But I mean, it, at the end of the day, family and friends, that is your success, isn't it? To love and be loved, really. Money's never really done a great deal for me. Yeah, I know it serves a purpose and I know we need a certain amount, but through all the different times, you can't cuddle and hug money. Comes and goes. Yeah. There's far more important things in life. So that's a that's a long-winded answer to your question, isn't it? <laughs> Majority of people, it's materialistic things, yeah. cars, watches. Never done it for me. No. I mean, I love traveling, uh, so I'd like to travel more. There's things I'd like to do and places I'd like to go. I suppose I'm pretty ambitious, really, with all the things I'm doing. It's not many that drives me. Today, the day we're being recorded, World Book Day. In my book is a poem, I Will Not Be Buried. And it's inspired by a Mexican proverb. They tried to bury me, but didn't know I am a seed. They tried to bury me but didn't know I am a seed. We've been writing about that um, over the last week or two. And it's, you know, especially this, this time of spring and, um, you know, little seeds that grow in all sorts of places. Um, but it, it's given us time to think what nourishes us? What, um, what is the water that makes us grow? And you no know, matter how much, I wrote this in January when um, there was a lot of, stuff being thrown and I was really struggling and so I wrote this poem I'll share it with you here I will not be buried muck shoveled and thrown eyes finched closed I inhale the earthy smell try to turn my mind to digging planting fond memories of gardening and fresh air it helps me smile inside another spadeful flies my way I shake the dirt from my hair I don't care it will not deter me from my path. I'm heading towards warmth and sunshine. I will not be buried. Turn my cheek to the mudslingers. Steer away from negative cold stones and choking weeds. Weather beaten and windswept hope seeds rise steadily, watered with fresh tears and rain. Light 
radiates. I stand tall alongside unique creative beauties, sharing the sweet scented fruits for all. Cultivated happiness and love grows, soaked in music, dance, art and words in a full and fertile Narnian Eden. And so I see others that I meet as part of that creative standing side by side. And, you know, we can't do this on our own. We need people by us and with us and uh, we can support others and they can support us. And so I felt really passionate about um, not being buried and growing and helping others to grow. So I'm really, I feel passionate about that. Point. To help you to get to where you are to, you need people. Money can help, but behind money, there's people. If you can help enough people get what they want through different parts of their life, eventually enough people will want to help you. Yes, yeah. And it's yeah. all about relationships, isn't it? Because actually you sat around my table and we filled in that survey, uh, but we formed a relationship. You know, I could have just shut that door and said, no, thanks. I haven't got time. I can't be asked or whatever. You could have robotically gone, right, what do you think about this? And I could have said, ah, so what about this that we could have you know but actually we chatted and we formed a relationship and and that is what life and business is about relationships isn't it you know that's what it's about and you're right we can't do it on our own two three years later we're here doing a podcast who would have i know it's crazy and you, yes you came to the there was the wolverhampton literary festival wasn't that i was part of poe archery and it was poets inspiring artists and artists inspiring poets and and we stood in that art exhibition, beautiful place, wasn't it? And I said, because I got in touch with you and I said, oh, I'm down the road from you. Do you want to come? <laughs> and you came. There was a sculpture that inspired by one of my poems. I was inspired by this photograph and, and that those poems are going in the new book. Yeah. But I met, again, met some wonderful people there. It is about relationships, definitely. And relationship with ourselves, having to learn to love ourselves and be kind to ourselves and explore all the different paths we can go on. Where do you see yourself in the next couple of years? On some land with some water, helping people, blessing people, having lots of fun lighting fires and dancing as well <laughs> on that land swimming in that water yeah helping other people to be creative and playing with my grandchildren of course <laughs> i'd like to do a bit more acting i really enjoyed that and i'd like to do some more voiceover work i enjoyed that i'm loving what i'm doing i'm absolutely loving what i'm doing it's a mix because i'm i'm doing the showy off stuff on stage but i'm also doing the other side of things where I can help people, whether it's in the mental health wards or having fun with words and being creative and splashing paint. And yeah, it's all about encouraging. You know, Kezabel has gone through some struggles. It's not oh, all. God. There have been some yeah, as well. Definitely. And it's important to be honest about that. In my Weaving Words workshops, I'm not all hippity hoppity. You know, when we do our stream of consciousness where we start, where we just write whatever's in our mind, I will write, I've had a tough week this week. You know, on Sunday, though, three things happened to me on Sunday in a matter of 12 hours that were really difficult, really hard. I felt like I was on some, you know, East Enders. <laughs> it was just like, what? <laughs> you know, my father was rushed into hospital. An ex got in touch um, who is not meant to get in touch. Um, who had an injunction against him from 11 years ago. And my friend was suicidal and I was trying to help her want to be alive. And and all, that all happened in 12 hours. It was huge. It was huge. That was, you know, that was earlier in the week. And it was hard. And you have to be honest about that. So when I run my workshop, I don't go in the workshop going, oh, life's gay and gay and lovely and all. I say, I had a really tough day yesterday. Um, but today's another day. 
you know. Poetry help you get through that? Uh, my prayers help me get through that. <laughs> Music help me get through that. And friends being kind and listening help me get through that. Counting your blessings as well help me through. But yes, writing did help. Getting mm -hmm. it onto the page <laughs> definitely helped. Um, and it's amazing what comes. It's quite surprising sometimes. You can be writing away and, you know, something falls out of the pen and you don't even know it was in your mind. Uh, so, yeah, a lot of learning. Kez, where can people find you if they want to speak to you further or connect with you? You can go on my website, which is um, the three W's, Kezabel, it's two Z's, .co.uk. You can go on my YouTube channel and watch some of my films and poems, some of my stories. Um, and that's just Kezabel Ambler, A-M-B-L-E-R. And um, we've got some new websites coming up soon, ready for the um, a Weaving Words experience. So I'm very excited about that. And I'm on all the socials. I'm on LinkedIn and Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. I'm on all those, um, scribbling away and um, doing different things, showing all the bits and pieces I'm doing. So, yeah, get in touch. Um, be good to um, chat with people. And if they want to, if anybody wants to write with me at one of my Weaving Words sessions, Again, just um, email me, info at kezabel.co.uk. How was that? Yeah. Good. good. Yeah, we've had a good interview, haven't we? We've covered nearly everything, I think. 